Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 136 of the Fearless Business Podcast. This is Jamie, and today I am joined by a very special guest who is very dear to my heart. Since we are doing a whole month about operations and productivity, I thought it would be very interesting for me to ask, i.e. force, my esteemed director of operations at Hashtag Legal, Bree, to join me on the podcast so we could talk a lot about how someone who is an operations whiz, which Bree completely is, works with someone like me who is not an operations whiz. So I am incredibly excited to be having this conversation. I thought it would be really helpful for people to hear how an operations professional works with a founder of a company, what some of the things that uh, Brie does, how she works with a personality like mine, which I think is very easy, but um, others beg to differ. And I just thought it would be really helpful, particularly if you are a founder who is looking to hire your first operations professional, or if you are an operations person who is looking for some good tips and tricks about getting into the business. Bree, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yay, thanks for agreeing to do this. I'm excited. (laughs) I don't know if I agreed. I think you forced me. It's so true. I had to. (laughs) (laughs) She's against her will. You're awesome. I don't like doing this stuff. I like staying behind the scenes. You know that. So that is the first thing that we'll talk about. But before we do that, can you please introduce yourself to everybody? I am Brianne Gillespie, and I guess I basically grew up in New Jersey. I moved here when I was three. I live on a lake and I love it. I like being outside. I'm pretty active. I'm a mom of two. I have a son who's eight and a daughter who's five and they keep me pretty active. And that's pretty much it, I guess. I'm not really that interesting or exciting. Yeah, you are. You're <laughs> I'm very blessed to have Brie. Brie was actually my first real hire at Hashtag Legal. So tell everyone a little bit about your background and how you came to work with me. So before working with you, I was in the fashion industry in New York City for about, I would say 13 years or so. Definitely tried to stay away from all the drama that comes with that industry. (laughs) Um, But I did quickly find what I like to do. And I continued to expand on it and gain more experience and grow my career. And then life happened. I was faced with having to make a huge change, which was pretty difficult, but necessary. I had to put my career on the back burner for a little bit to be more present for my family. So I left the city and started working for a job close to home. And then I was introduced to you through a close friend and couldn't pass up this opportunity. It was going to give me the ability to get back to doing what I like to do and have some sort of balance in my life, I guess. That's the goal, right? Yes, it (laughs) is. So there's two things I want to touch on um, about what you talked 
about. The first is how we found each other, which I think is such a critical point. Brie was introduced to me by a good friend, a good mutual friend of ours. Brie and I had never met before. You know, everybody knows that I live in New Jersey, but Brie lives in a completely different part. And there was a local friend of mine here in Hoboken who knows Brie very well. They actually work together. And when I posted the operations job at hashtag legal, one of the biggest requirements I had was I'm not going to hire a friend, but I am love to hire a friend of a friend it made our process so much easier because you came highly recommended, but we didn't know each other at all. So true. I think it's very hard these days when you are looking for jobs, there's so many people and you don't even know where to start. So I think having the referral from somebody that you know helps you, even if it's just helping you get in the door, the referral from someone that you know is very important, I feel. Yeah. I mean, think about when we post for jobs, which we do how many oh, <laughs> we just for a yeah. copywriter how many people came in the door it was like 435 and that was just on one job site yes. it was insane but like you go so you're going through all of those resumes and unless something in that resume stands out or unless you have someone saying hey check out this person you're just going to go through and go through and go through and they all just look the same after a while. Yes, it is so true. So that is a very key point. If you're searching for a job is that that connection makes all the difference. So tap that network. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And we have an awesome podcast episode with Amanda Berlin, who is one of our favorite guests talking all about that. So we'll drop that in the show notes as well. You keep mentioning you love being able to do what you love. So what are your job responsibilities at hashtag legal? And what are some of your favorite things to do? I, I guess I like to organize things. Um, I started working with you, what, for part-time. And then not long after that, it turned into full-time, which was, which was amazing. Cause you guys definitely, I feel like at that point, it was a turning point and you really needed that extra help. And I try my hardest to keep everything running smoothly. It's a huge responsibility that I have. Um, And by everything, I mean, I manage our CRM system, which is our client relationship management system. I manage all of the, our projects. So we have jobs coming in daily for our clients and from start to finish, they need to be managed to make sure we get them out on time and everything's getting done. I am responsible for the human resources, the payroll, the insurance, the benefits. What else do I do? I do all the financials, including the bookkeeping and reporting. I work with the accountant for tax purposes. We do a lot of client analysis. And with the help of Allison, who is amazing, (laughs) our ops administrator, she helps a ton now. She was a good person to hire. So we're able to see the bigger picture of our business with all of our analysis. Um, and that helps us grow, navigate our future. I don't, I, let's stop there because I don't yeah. really know what I, I was do. Like, I think I need to double breathe salary based on what you <laughs> just said. <laughs> I think that's only half of what I do, but it's, that's a lot. That's good I mean, enough for now. <laughs> you are the chief people wrangler of hashtag. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did I put on my Slack profile? Did I put? Oh, what did oh, you God, put? What was it? That was so Kate, Chaos coordinator. No, no, it was Pup- master puppet master. Puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of fun at hashtag legal yes. on, the, on the inside, even on the inside. If, 
if we didn't, then it, it just, I don't know. It wouldn't be good. No. You got to laugh every day in life. Yes. Especially when things pop up on a daily basis, we're like, what? That's oh. crazy. So yeah. So Brie really, in my mind, um, she keeps us going. It's exactly what you said. Um, I believe that a really good operations professional is always focused on making things more efficient. Brie is always looking at our processes. We meet, I mean, we talk daily um, hundreds of times a day, but we meet weekly, sometimes more than that. Um, Obviously, we're all virtual. So we meet either on the phone, sometimes over Zoom when I can make Brie get on Zoom. And um, (laughs) she likes the phone. The, The way that you've sort of put it, it's clear that there's a lot of moving parts. So how do you stay organized with an organization that has so much going on. I mean, we have a high volume of clients. We have a high volume of projects. We have employees that are all over the country. It's not like we're all sitting in an office together. So how do you personally stay organized and keep everyone else organized? So I think that a good part of my personality is that I am, I'm very organized. And I feel like sometimes even if I'm not organized in life, I am always organized in my job. And that's the point. You cannot be in operations if you aren't able to be organized. So it's kind of like, it feels like I'm, you're like, we're running like a well-oiled machine. And if I, if you forget to put gas or oil in something, then it'll fall apart or stop working. So with us, if we drop the ball on something or don't remember something, that's, it's huge in, in everything that we do. So developing processes and especially ones that fit the needs of our business. Like we can't just do something that somebody else is doing. We have to do it works for us. And we had to figure that out and you learn it, you know, by going through the process and making mistakes and seeing what works for you. And you have to be able to prioritize. You have to be able to manage your time on a daily weekly, even monthly basis, even minute by minute based on your calendar, like what you have going on, Jamie, (laughs) it's very important to be able to be organized so that you can run efficiently. And so that you're, you're prioritizing and managing everything. I think one of the other things that you've really set up, which has been so key in our operations are checks and balances. We always have double, triple checks. So it's not just one process that's going on at any given time to make sure, because we're very deadline driven. So that's really what, when we talk about processes, it's all based on um, constant client communications and making sure that our projects are going in the time frame that we've promised clients. We sort of run on this like two to three week schedule, give or take, sometimes faster, sometimes slower, depending on what is going on, but making sure, and then we have a high volume of projects. So those deadlines are sort of key in our world and they go through multiple people. So they may go through an, another attorney before they come to me. They may go through our paralegal, things like that. So it's not just all the operations stuff or the client relations, but it's also the project management too that we're keeping on track. And those checks and balances that you've created, they work so well because if we miss something one place, we'll catch it in another place. And I think that's been really critical to our success and 
occasionally stuff happens. So I think we're also really kind to ourselves when something <laughs> goes wrong. Um, and we're just like, okay, yeah, we're human. Like it happens every once in a while. It's almost always my fault. So <laughs> well, we don't want to point fingers. <laughs> I mean, Jamie. we can, it's me. <laughs> so, um, but we're really good about, and I really love how when I come to you and I'm like, okay, well, I lost this. We'll then trace back like how did we lose this communication or what happened with this communication or why did this fall through the cracks and then we'll fix it. So I don't feel like we're constantly fixing errors, but I feel like we're also learning from anytime we do make a mistake. I also, yeah, I also feel like it's good that, you know, if, if I make a mistake, I'm going to say I made a mistake and then I'm going to figure out why or how so that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. And I like the communication that we have internally because we're all allowed to make mistakes. We don't have, I do not foster a culture of fear of mistakes. Like they happen. It's okay. We just have to fix them and make sure we don't continue to repeat them. Um, And I think that makes a big difference too, because it makes it a lot more collaborative. Nobody's afraid to come out and be like, oh man, I missed something because it's just, we're all human and we have so much stuff coming in and out and going back and forth that I think that's really key to a culture of like a, a positive work culture. If you have that positive work culture, it goes such a long way because if you don't, it's like debilitating. Oh, it's so crushing. I mean, we've all had those, we've all worked in those environments. That was, I mean, honestly, the number one thing that I wanted to create when I created hashtag legal, it was sort of, no, it wasn't sort of, it was completely a reaction to all of the soul crushing work environments I previously had had. Yes. <laughs> well, I think that you've succeeded in creating that. So oh, props to you. Well, you're, you're a big welcome. part of that. Oh, we made a love fest. So happy. <laughs> and now it's time for a quick break. Hi, everyone. This is Mary. I wanted to drop in quickly to tell you that doors to the Transitions Collective membership community are now open. The Transitions Collective is a community for entrepreneurs building businesses from the ground up while raising families. We're a community that understands the struggles of juggling it all. We support each other through the highs and the lows of both parenting and business. Members receive support through founder feedback calls, member meetups, webinars on specific business topics, and so much more. If you'd like to learn more, please visit members.thetransitionscollective.com, and I'll drop a link in the show notes too. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks so much. Welcome back. So what are some of the tools that you use to stay organized and productive? I mean, you love, I love when I get a text from B, she's like, I'm ordering this from Amazon. <laughs> what is, what are your tips and tricks? What do you, what do you like? What keeps you on track? Well, you know, I love my post-its, Yes. but it's not, you know, pen and paper isn't always going to work. So you have to have an understanding that I guess that technology is your friend and that it's going to, that there's enough software systems programs out there that are going to help you run efficiently. And that's the most important thing. So having, you know, for us, we use a bunch of different systems, but there's a reason for that. And I think that you have to find a system that manages your information for you. We have to have a bunch for a reason, but if you have a system and you have processes in place, then it's going to enable you to grow and be productive. And you also have to, you have to manage the pace at which your company is growing. And I feel like that can't be done without technology. Like you said, we have checks and balances. Like we are able to continue to move forward because we have systems in place and we have processes and we stick to them. 
And I think it's very, it's very important to be able to run efficiently. Yeah. I mean, we've autom so we use two systems, primary systems. I mean, we use others, but Dubsado is our main CRM and through Dubsado, you know, our leads come in and all of our communications with leads and, and signing of engagement letters and project management goes through there. But the neat thing about Dubsado is how much automation it can do particularly with like questionnaires that we've created for work that gets done, particularly projects that we work on, like the same type of project over and over. That's been huge. And one of the things is you will always hop on calls with the with whatever system we're using and learn every single thing about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you did this because we're using Kajabi for the new courses that we're launching October 27th. Can't wait. And Brie has had multiple calls and watched every single video um, about how to make the most out of those tools. I think that's key. You don't spend time I mean, you'll fool around with it a little bit, but you are so fast to get on those calls and ask a million questions. Because you have to know what it can do for you because you're using it for a reason. And with Dubsado, we could be doing everything manually ourselves. But when we started and set up the workflows and the questionnaires, we know what we need to say to certain clients when they sign and start to work for us. So why would we write that down on a piece of paper that when Sally signs, we have to send this? It would be more efficient to set it up in a system where it automatically goes out and you can do the double check, but it's done for you. So you don't, you're not forgetting or wasting time with the little things because you have more important stuff that you have to do. You have to use these systems the way that they were built so that it helps you in your business. It's a thousand times more efficient than spending time spinning your wheels for sure. Right. Yeah. I, that's what I get do. nowhere. Right. And that's what I would do. I just fool around with it for a half a day, get angry and close it and never use it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Bree. So last question, you have been so awesome and given such good information. What advice do you have for someone who works with a founder or an owner who is incredibly disorganized? And I have no idea who you might, I might be talking about. I want, I mean, I, I, I wonder who we could be referring to. I have no idea. How do you deal with all of my like slack sort of stream of consciousness where I'm like, I want to do this. And then you kind of figure out how to do it. How do you I, what keeps, what do you do? How do you keep sane with me? I'm not telling my secrets, Jamie. I think we should hang up right now. <laughs> She's like, I drink a lot. I drink a lot of wine at night. <laughs> I'm not lying. No. <laughs> uh, I have, again, I have to attribute this to my personality because I am somebody who just isn't phased. You could be the craziest person in the world and I'm still going to be like, but we need to do this. So, <laughs> so true. I mean, I've had, I've had some pretty good experience in my life dealing with people who are not organized and trying to run a business. Um, but I know what needs to be done. It's my role it's my position. It's what I have to do. So if it means I have to be blunt and straightforward, then I will because that's what needs to get done. I'm not afraid to say I was wrong. I'm not afraid to have an argument or get into a confrontation because um, you have to realize that 
the position of someone in operations, it's there for a reason. You have that role in a business for a reason. You also have to realize though that you, you know, as a founder or owner of the company, you're there to keep the company moving forward. You're always thinking to the future. You have a big major role, but in order to succeed, you need someone like me. You need it's a partnership. You're working together. You're achieving the same goal. So you need to feel they, you, Jamie, as an owner or founder of a business needs to feel that they can trust and rely on the operations person to balance everything out. You know, you can't just be someone who's yesing everything. You need to be able to say no, and this needs to be done. And you can't just do that or whatever the situation is. But I think I have a pretty good backbone and I'm not shy. Um, it's true. Because <laughs> I would get nowhere <laughs> in a position like this. I think you also have to kind of like, you know, where you're trying to go. You're you're trying to achieve the same goal, like I said. And so you're going to be one step ahead and, you know, you're going to, I don't know, that's it. I guess. No, that's a, that's an awesome answer. I, I, it's so true. Everything that you've described is 100% our relationship. We are a partnership. You are my right hand person. I've said this from day one, I could not run my business without you. And we have really good conversations. Um, the beauty of our conversations is we, even when we push back with each other, it's so respectful. Right. And I trust you so much and I have so much respect for you that it just works really beautifully. So I think that the way that you've described the qualities of a good ops person is just that. You just have to have that partnership and not only do um, you have to push back, but you also, you have to feel respected. The operate, the person who runs your operations has to feel like a partner, has to feel like they're critical to the success of the organization. And I think that goes a long way to, you know, culture of a company because you can have all the businesses in the world, but if you can't service it correctly with good customer service um, and with good processes in place and, and making sure that everything's running smoothly, no one's going to be happy. Because nobody, the last thing we want to do is wake up and be like, oh, we screwed something up. I think you've described it really well. I think that we also, we have learned how to communicate well together. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think that's a, a huge, a huge part of it. You know, like if you don't maybe explain something fully, I know that I have to ask a thousand questions because I'm not just going to go out there and try to figure it out. I need to get what is, what you're trying to get out of your brain. <laughs> That is such good. Brie, I love that you've said that because so many people don't ask questions. They just hear what somebody says and then they go off and then they do something and you're like, that isn't what I want at all. And it was probably my fault if I wasn't clear, but you are always clarifying. And that is, that is such a great point. It's huge. Ask well, There's nothing wrong with asking questions. Because you, you know, in your head, what you want to do and what you want to get done for your business, but you might not know how to get it all out of your head and communicate yep. it properly. So a person in my position needs to understand that and ask the right questions so that I can go do my job efficiently. You're awesome. That is such great advice. Brie, you are the best. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. And I'm not going to do this again. So don't try to, <laughs> to ask me to you one year from doing this. No, I'm just kidding. No. You did. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
So for all of our listeners, um, I would certainly love to hear uh, what you think about the operations role. And if you have somebody who is in operations in your organization, we will start a link in uh, the Facebook group. If you are not a member of the Facebook group, you can find us at Fearless Business Podcast HQ and Facebook. You can also find us at fearlessbusinesspodcast.com or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling so inclined, we would love a review. Please go ahead and go to iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we love those stars or hearts or whatever you like, particularly if you liked one of our episodes. Thanks so much for listening and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.